You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. And we are live. Welcome to The Process. It is Thursday, December 21st. I am Josh Engelman here to break down a six-game NBA slate based on DraftKings. They dropped the final two games, so they listened, but I wish they didn't. They didn't do it correctly. This isn't what we wanted. These aren't island games. I didn't want them to drop a 9 o'clock and a 10 o'clock. I just want them to drop a solo 10 o'clock. So thanks to DK for trying but this was not what i was looking for anyway hit that like button subscribe to the channel hit the notification bell so you know when everything goes live follow me on twitter at josh engelman everybody had a decent day i had uh in the mega 888s i had one that broke free a little bit so i ended up having a pretty good night i had a really nice hockey lineup as well uh wendell carter jr broke my heart that one stunk had a ton of jabari had a ton of sam merrill not nearly enough of Joel Embiid. Lots of Luka Doncic. Uh, did get to a bunch of Kawhi uh, once we got Paul George ruled out. I didn't even see how he ended up doing. He had 56. Okay, so, you know, happy with that. Enough, I guess. But, yeah, Embiid, 2.13 fantasy points per minute. 51, 12, and 3 with 3 stocks. 
just massive, dude. Massive. So good morning to everybody. One more this week. And then uh, we're not going to have a process show for three days. I love you guys. And there will be a show on Monday for Christmas. Um, that is happening. But I'm not doing a process show on Christmas Day. I assume I'll be doing some sort of strategy show or live before lock or whatever we end up doing. But uh, no chance I'm doing a process show Monday morning. That's just that shit ain't happening. <laughs> so I will see you guys again for a pro after tomorrow. We'll take three days off of the process and we'll be back on Tuesday. Yeah, uh, Coach Chris, they did listen to me, but I, not the right way. I don't, this isn't how I wanted it. I would rather have the nine o'clock and the 10 o'clock game on the slate today. This is not what I wanted. I appreciate their effort, but it is not how I wanted them to do it. Uh, so yeah, we have seven games to break down. I'm going to do the six for DK. And then I will do the Lakers Minnesota game on the FanDuel side. FanDuel is including the nine o'clock, but not the 10 o'clock. I don't, don't ask me. I don't get it. We have mountains of shows today. We have NFL tonight. Lots, lots, lots going on. So I say we get started right now, shall we? And we'll do that by having some coffee. Coffee's here. Hope you're joining me on a cheers. If you've got tea or water or beer, if you got a joint or some food, whatever you got to do to cheers. It's rise and grind time, everybody. Let's get it started. Clink. Mm. Oh, that's so good. So, so good. All right, let's get into it. Uh, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't get into it just yet. I know we're slowly getting people to trickle in. I wonder if there's something else I could talk about. Hmm. What would that be? Could it be this? Happy holidays, everybody. The promo code is HOLIDAY. Any stochastic package at all for your first week or month, as long as you use the promo code HOLIDAY, you can get 25% off. This is our holiday special. This will end, I believe, the day after Christmas. Let me double check that. Yes, that'll run through the 26th. 25% off any stochastic package with the promo code HOLIDAY. I've got the link to The Sims in the description of this video if you want to take that directly over. But if you need a week or a month of something else or slightly different, you just got to type in the promo code HOLIDAY. You see it on the screen, H-O-L-I-D-A-Y. That is our Christmas promo. I hope you guys enjoy it. So now, let's talk some basketball. First game up, probably the easiest one to talk about. The Utah Jazz are two-point favorites in Detroit. If the Detroit Pistons are ever going to get off of this losing streak, this is the way they need to do it, by beating the Utah Jazz. Now, the Jazz are on a back-to-back. -back. We do not have any injury information for them. I am going to keep their rotation the same as what I had for yesterday. That seems like the best idea. I don't 
maybe I need to give Fontecchio an extra minute or two. We'll do something like that. Uh, yeah, Stephen Leewitz, I do not miss those promos. Let's see. Let's move some minutes around here. Markinen got back up to 35, so I do feel a little bit better about taking him up to like 32. Akbaji at 22 feels a little heavy. Olinick at 20 seems fine. Chris Dunn at 18 seems fine. Walker Kessler played 30. I think we can go to 29 there. One, two, three, four, five, six. So they went to the nine-man rotation. They have not really done that much. One, two, three, four, five, six. Maybe they have. One, two, three, four, five, six. They kind of do. We'll hide the final eight minutes on Hendricks since it won't matter, but rates are all going to stay the same for Utah for right now. We'll dig into this one once we get their injury report. Detroit, on the other hand, uh, they have... A probable tag on Beef Stew. A probable tag on Killian Hayes. Still no Jalen Duran, Which means we're getting Beef Stew back. And that is relevant for what we're about to do. So I'm going to assume that we get Beef Stew in at center. Playing about 28 minutes. Stewart has been out for the past two games. We had no Hayes last time out. Uh, any thoughts on where John Collins ends up if and when Utah flips him? I don't think it matters anymore. I think the dude's just cooked. Like, Atlanta had basically no ability to move him. He ends up at Utah. I don't know. Like, he's shooting 40% from three. But that's it. I don't know. He, like, he used to be such a great offensive rebounder. He's still good, but that, like, kind of went away. He doesn't get anybody else involved. I don't know. Nowhere. Oklahoma City. I don't know. All right. Let's project the rest of these guys out. So let's get Cade in for 34. And then we'll get Killian Hayes in for 25. Asar Thompson for 24, and then Boyan for 32. I hate this team so much. He's still only 26. I mean, like, I guess there could be something there, but it has been a steady drop lately. He's been really bad this year. Really bad. Yikes. Sorry, John Collins. I don't like talking shit. All right. Backup center. 
we gonna get Bagley and Wiseman here? Is that gonna happen? Probably, right? Get Wiseman back in for like 12 minutes. I would not be surprised at all if one of those two guys is just out. I don't trust this rotation in any way whatsoever. Alec Burks in for like 16 minutes. We get Marcus Sasser in for, I don't know, like 12, 14. That leaves me way too many minutes for Isaiah Livers. I hate this. I hate it so much. Is Joe Harris going to play again? Are they just playing everybody now? 11-man rotation type shit? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. They just they play everybody. And it's really rather disconcerting. Let's see if anything... Lo- like The problem for Detroit today is that we kind of need to get their minutes right because they face Utah. So as I look at Utah right now, like $7,700 Sexton is fine. Markinen's fine. Walker Kessler's fine. So none of these guys just immediately jump out. They should, but they don't. On the Detroit side, okay. It's really hard to want to get to anybody for Detroit. And even having Boyan and Cade and Isaiah Stewart projected correctly still isn't creating them to be interesting. So... Not as much in this 7 o'clock game as you would expect. There's going to be some scoring for sure. 238 total, basically tied for the second spot. But the pricing is pretty efficient on Detroit. Let's check out the Pels. So for New Orleans, what do we know? Q tag on Herb Jones, Q tag on Joval, Q tag on Zion, Q tag on Cody Zeller. Great. That's that's a that's a blast. So, I mean, you kind of just have to use the standard rotation for New Orleans and hope for the best. Should be a competitive game, so I'm going to go 34 minutes to CJ. I've got 34 in for Brandon Ingram. I'm going to go to 35 on Brandon Ingram. I've got 31 for Herb Jones, which I'm going to make 30. 26 for Trey Murphy. I think that's 25. I got 32 for Zion. I will make that 31, I guess. 30 for Joe Val can stay. I can bump up Zeller to 10. And I can bump up Najee Marshall to 16. So we could bring Alvarado down to 15, Marshall to 17. Let's go with that for right now. And then let's look at the Cleveland side. I think I'm low on Cade and Bogdanovich minutes. Let's see. Yeah, no chance I'm going any higher on Cade. Maybe 33 for 
boy on. Probably not going to matter. Let's find out. Points prop on Cade. Twenty-four and a half on Cade. At twenty-two and a half. Twenty-two and a half on Bo on Boyan. At nineteen and a half. All right, you're gonna get an extra minute out of me. Let's go thirty-three, thirty-five. Good eye. Should be enough of a bump there to get me closer. We'll take a closer look at that one a little bit later today. They do look better. They do look better. Uh, for Cleveland, obviously, they are on a back-to-back. -back, and that complicates matters a little bit. I'm going to assume Donovan Mitchell is playing today. Uh, obviously, we don't expect... Garland or Mobley to be playing today, but we do need to project this Cleveland team as if we are getting Donovan Mitchell, which changes literally everything for this one. So let's start this bad boy from scratch and let's get Donovan Mitchell in for 38 minutes. And then we get Max Struess for 34 we get Isaac Okoro for like 28. We get Dean Wade for 22. We get George Niang for 21. We get Jared Allen played about 30, I don't know, 32. Tristan Thompson gets the backup run. And then we fill out the rest of these guys. We'll do Karis Levert. He just continues to be limited. He might actually sit on the back-to-back. -back. Wouldn't surprise me. Get him in for 27. That leaves me 22 minutes. Split between Craig Porter and Sam Merrill. Go Porter back up point guard. Merrill gets 12. Close enough, I guess. Do we have props? I'm assuming there are no props for the Cleveland side of this one. That would be, yeah, there's no, no props in this game just yet. Only thing I'm going to do is grab the Donovan Mitchell usage rate. When Evan Mobley and Darius Garland are both off the floor. Just to see what that bump kind of can be. So, 649 minutes since last year. Mitchell with no Garland, no Mobley. 34.5% usage rate. Now, I'm not going to go that crazy. We are going to go to like 31 and a half. Maybe 32. What does that look like? 
at least for the Pels first. Not the best spot for New Orleans. Obviously not the uh, fifth best defense with no Mobley, but still decent. $7,900 BI looks pretty good. Um, Joe Val's all right. Zion's all right. CJ's all right. But it's hard to talk about the Pels. I mean, we're talking about a team that has three starters questionable today. There's nothing we can do with New Orleans right now other than just project them full strength. All right, Donovan Mitchell, 10,300, point guard, shooting guard. Assuming he's in, he will look good. And we don't have a ton of pay-up options. Like today, it's Giannis at 11K, Halliburton at 10.8. Mitchell at 10.3 is the third most expensive guy. And then you get Shea at 10.2. Very intrigued by what we get here for Cleveland. Now, if Mitchell ends up out, we go straight back to jamming Craig Porter. He's 4,700. We go straight back to jamming Sam Merrill. He's 4,500. We're going to get to both of those guys in a big way if Mitchell ends up out, but we won't know that for a while. San Antonio Spurs, four and a half point underdogs in Chicago, 230 total. For the Spurs, they're getting Wemby back. Um... He's probable. Keldon Johnson's probable. Bulls on the back-to-back. So we need to reproject this entire San Antonio team. This is a bigger deep dive than I was expecting. Um, so let's get to it. Malachi Branham. First guy in. Been playing, I don't know, 27 minutes a night, 28 minutes a night. And we get Devin Vassell. In for 32. We get Keldon Johnson in for 33. We get Jeremy Sohan in for 29. And then we get Victor Wembinyama in for 32. Backup center run goes to Zach Collins. Backup point guard run goes to Trey Jones. We get Chetty. We get McBuckets. And then we get Champagne, probably. Get Chetty a couple extra minutes, and then let's get Champagne. I'm going to split Champagne and Barlow, just because I don't trust who that's going to be. Now, rates. This is where it starts to get interesting. We need to project Victor Wembenyama. The way that Victor Wembenyama plays when he starts at center. So, in games where Wemby starts, but Zach Collins did not start. This is going to be what, like seven games? Five games. Let's just, how about we do Wemby on Zach Collins off? Maybe that'll be a little bit easier. Gets me a little bit bigger of a sample. Uh, I'm going to say it and Charles Bassey off as well. So that's 290 minutes for Wemby, where he is the center on the floor. That's a 30.5% usage rate.
So that part, we want. Oh, they're they're going to... I think we might see Mitchell go at the deadline this year. M Mitchell is not going to be on this team for very long. I think we all know that one, SMP. Okay. Vassell. I think everybody else's usage rate is pretty much going to hold. I do want to see Wemby's rebounding rate. Way higher. Now, I don't want to go too crazy there. But let's bump that up a little bit. We'll bump that up a little bit. Now, block rate should still be updated. And it is. Might actually be a little low there. Let's try that one on for size for Wemby. I don't think I really have many changes to make for everybody else. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Where do I think Mitchell fits best? That's a good question. Let's think about it. We'll take a quick second. All right, here's the EPM table. So I'll sort that by alphabetical order. So there are plate. I mean, like Miami is Miami is the obvious answer in that they kind of need him or his kind of player. They get younger. He would want to be there. So Miami would be one of my first answers. Uh, not going to go to Atlanta. I mean, Brooklyn is the other answer. If they want to make that kind of move. And pair him with Bridges. He's clearly not going to Boston, Charlotte, Chicago, Dallas, Denver, Detroit, Golden State. Uh, um, you know, it wouldn't, ha it's not going to happen, but there's a case to be made that you try to move that around and turn it into Houston. Like you get him sh like Shingun, Jabari, Brooks, you know, it's only one more year of Van Vliet, but I don't think that would be a direction they'd go. Pacers, no. Clippers, no. Lakers, I mean, obviously, but no. Memphis, no. Miami, yes. Milwaukee, I mean, they would love it, but no. Although, that would also wouldn't work with Dame. Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota would be really interesting. Would never happen. But if you wanted to, like, Try to get off of one of those other big contracts and split up the two bigs. Would never happen. 
Pelicans could be interesting. Uh, if they wanted to try to flip CJ's contract into him, I think that would make some sense. Uh, I, I don't expect the Knicks to do it, but like that's obviously been the big murmurings. But I don't really like that Jalen Brunson. Like, what does that solve? If like if the Knicks the Knicks are just going to become Cleveland, Brunson and Mitchell is going to be too undersized. OKC, no. Orlando would be amazing, but it, I he's never going to go to Orlando. Orlando would be the answer, honestly. You get Orlando, you get Mitchell in there to steer the ship. I'll be a little bit better. Philly, no. Phoenix, no. Portland, I mean, sure, but no. Sacramento, I know they've been talking about that one. That one doesn't make too much sense to me. Uh, Spurs. I mean, like, it's not going to happen. The Spurs don't operate this way, and he's not going to want to go to San Antonio. But I would be thinking about that in a big way, to go there with Wemby now. Get get him in, and then figure out how to get to build a team around the two of them. Not that I, I think that would cripple your ceiling. Toronto would obviously make a lot of sense. I don't think he's going to do that. He's clearly not going back to Utah or going to Washington. So there aren't too many options. There really aren't. Now, Bulls side of this Spurs-Bulls game. Bulls are on the back-to-back. Uh, I don't think there's anything we can do here. Like Maybe they sit Caruso on the back-to-back. I have no idea, but I have to just project this one as I have it. So everything we had for yesterday is just going to hold for today. For San Antonio. Oh, it's Wemby season. 9K. He's going to end up being like my most exposed dude. I hope he's not projected in the same way that I have him right now. Uh, 9K power forward center. Give me all of the Wemby. Yeah. Love Wemby. Don't like anything else for the Spurs, but I want all of the Wemby today. All of the Wemby. Yeah, we got to remember, like, I hate talking about guys like this because it clouds the way that we do it. But, like, for Donovan Mitchell... I don't think you ever win with him if he's like your co-best guy. So then it becomes very much about fit. Yeah, Josh, he is, it is like the worst kept secret in basketball. He is long gone. I don't think he's going to make it through February. But uh, Donovan Mitchell will not be on the Cavs for more than a year. He doesn't want to be there, and he's not going to be there. Play Victor Wembanyama, folks. And then go to the Chicago Bulls. And for me, we got to remember what San Antonio is. They are a cheat code to getting better, in or to getting plays in DFS. So I liked DeMar yesterday. I love him. 
today. I like like Vooch at 8100 looks great in this matchup. Uh, there's no, there's no way that he could end up in on the Lakers. And then Kobe White also looks good. The Lakers don't have enough assets to pull that off. Too many other teams have too many, way more assets than that. It would have to be, like Reeves would have to be involved along with both of the picks. And I think there's like some basier compensation rules for Reeves at this point because of the extension. Um, yeah, there's no chance he's going to the Lakers. Brooklyn would be my most likely scenario. I think. But yeah, he is uh, not going to be calling Cleveland home much longer. Wow, I really like... Between Wemby and DeRozan, that is going to be a big-time core for me today. And then we get to the game with the massive total. Indiana Pacers, five-point dogs in Memphis, 247 total. Indiana is on the back-to-back, so there's not much we can do here. They played Isaiah Jackson and Jalen Smith. Let's go ahead and look at that rotation. I know Jalen Smith got in early, and I know that he was smashing early. Did they just stop playing him? Okay, so Isaiah Jackson, they only played Jalen Smith in the first half. Then they went to Jalen, or then they went to Isaiah Jackson, and then Isaiah Jackson played the entire fourth quarter because they blew out the Hornets. So I do feel comfortable splitting the minutes. Oh, yeah, I hate it for Brooklyn, too. If I'm Brooklyn, I'm trading bridges, not trading for someone. Um, all right, Pacers. So Turner played 25. Smith played 8. Jackson played 15. So they split. They split all of the center minutes. That is informative for what we need to do today. So if I'm going to keep 28 for Miles Turner, then I'm going 10 and 10 to Jalen Smith and Isaiah Jackson. It's possible that's how what they were going to do. Possible, at least. Let me look up something quickly, guys. Mitchell, Garland, Allen, Mobley. Whoops. Screwed that one up. I want to query something quickly. Now, Mitchell, Allen, Garland. No. Allen, Garland, Mobley. Got it. Plus six, plus six over the past two years with Allen, Garland, and Mobley on. Let's add Donovan Mitchell. The four of them are at plus 7.84. What's their worst combination of those guys? 
Minus 10 when it's just Mobley. Mitchell Mobley Allen is plus eight and a half. Garland Mobley Allen is even, which is interesting to think about. Uh, I don't know where John Collins would get traded. I uh, have the question up on the screen right now. No idea where John Collins, it wouldn't matter. It's nowhere that anyone would care. Markinen, the big rumor right now is I've seen Golden State. Um, and then I've seen, oh, where the hell else did I see? I can't remember now. And it's driving me insane. But marketing has got a ton of value. Yeah, I mean the the Cleveland Cleveland has bungled their assets in a big big way. Big way. Let's keep this moving. Let's get back to Indy, which we are going to leave. Well, we do have to massage these minutes a little bit from yesterday. Buddy Heal didn't finish the second quarter. They closed that with Neesmith and Toppin and Turner, which is very interesting. Those guys were cruising, though. So I got healed at 27. Bruce Brown at 29. Yeah, I think we're all right here. For Memphis... Who's actually available? Adams out, Clark out, Kennard out, Laravia out, Rose out. Marcus Smart, doubtful. It'd be nice to get him back. So for Memphis, they did go to Tillman. So they brought him back into the rotation. Yeah, uh, Andrew, there's no chance that they could get Laurie Markinen. So no worries there. All right, let's get all of the randos out of here first. So we're going to get Bismack, Biombo. What kind of rotation was that? They won by two. Biombo started, didn't play the fourth quarter. They closed with, they closed with Tillman. Interesting. Jackson had four fouls. Biombo had three. All in the first half. They never went back to him. Interesting. So let's go 24 to Biombo. And then... You know, he doesn't have to close again. 16 to Tillman. And then you get the rest of it to Jaron Jackson. So 8 to Jackson plus another... 24. Does that give us 24 for Santi Aldama? It does not. He played minimally. Let's go 20 to Aldama. And we'll also go... Oh, wow. Big body Roddy playing a lot less. Morant played 34. Do we want to go 34 again? I think they might just be doing that. 35 for Bane. 
28 for Vince Williams. He played 35. Is he just going to be the dude now? Yeah, I'm going to go to 31 here on Vince Williams. That's going to end up being annoying. It really is. All right, let's get Big Body Roddy in for 14. Gilliard didn't wasn't the backup point guard. They went to Conchar. That leaves me 20 minutes for Zaire Williams. Not doing that. So we'll hide the two on Gilliard. Yeah, SP, I totally agree. So if anybody's curious what my thoughts are, just read that. All right, what is the jaw points prop for right now? Do I need to bump his rates? Because it's probably massive. Uh, 28 and a half, significantly juiced to the over. I have him at 30, so we're all right there. And then I have Bain at 25, perfect. Jaron Jackson at 20, 21 and a half. Yeah, perfect, cool. That's Memphis. I'm guessing we like Memphis, given that they get to face Indiana. I don't like anything on the Pacers. Anything at all, which is really disconcerting. But Halliburton is too expensive at 10-8. Turner is fine at 7,800, but not playing enough minutes. And then everybody just kind of looks the same. Memphis, on the other hand, I want all of the $9,500 Ja Morant. That is the Ja. I want to know how much Ja Wemby DeRozan I can get to. Because that right now is what I like a lot. And we haven't even talked about the fact that Giannis is questionable. Uh, I like Bain. I like Jackson. I like Vince Williams. But Ja is the runaway, overwhelming, awesome, 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 awesome play. Yeah, the only way Draymond is leaving uh, Golden State would be I, I don't I don't even know what that deal would be. Uh, not marketing. I don't think they could trade Draymond. The only guy that you can trade in that group is Clay. Memphis looking damn good, but get yourself John Morant. Best play on the slate ish. All right, Orlando, on the back-to-back, -back, obviously, in Milwaukee, 238. So, wow, we already have the Orlando injury report? That's kind of wild. Kudos to Orlando. Um, It's an annoying one. Joe Ingles questionable. Jalen Suggs questionable. We kind of just have to project these guys like normal, just like we did yesterday, only... I am going to cut Wendell Carter Jr. down. Bump up Mo Wagner. Ah, something itchy on my heel. Very annoying. Very annoying. Did Gary Harris really play like minimal minutes yesterday? No. Did they play that big alongside each other at all? Boing, boing. They did. They played these guys five minutes alongside of each other. Good to know. 
Uh, Bridges for Mitchell. Miles? I would do Miles. I don't think that's what you mean. Then that's not what they're doing. All right, for Milwaukee, Giannis is questionable. There's really nothing we can do. Yeah, no, They if they're going to trade uh, Donovan Mitchell to the Nets, they want to do that to play him with Bridges, um, not the other way around. If I were the Cavs, I would rather have Bridges than Mitchell. But, yeah, that deal is 100% not happening. 0% chance there. Correct, S&P. Correct. Uh, all right. Yeah, we don't really have much to change around here for Milwaukee right now. If Giannis plays, then this looks one way. If he doesn't, it looks a very different way. They're really not playing Marshawn Beauchamp as much. Yeah. John P. They wouldn't. <laughs> they wouldn't. Do I need to bump their minutes back up? They are eight-point favorites, but they were playing massive minutes for that stretch. I feel like I do. I'm going back up to 36 on Dame, 35 on Giannis. think we'll be good there probably want to give one more minute to Middleton which I will inevitably hate I probably need to go to 32 on Brooke Lopez I do a trade deadline stream every year so you're in luck there but yeah, I do that every year. Wouldn't miss that for the world. It's my favorite thing to do. When is the trade deadline this year? Trade deadline is Thursday, February 8th. Make sure I don't have anything on my calendar at that point. I did last year. I got a... I got a tooth pulled last year for the deadline. All right, Orlando. Look, I'm I'm still mildly interested in Wendell Carter Jr. at 5,400. Going to need him to take a shot before the final five minutes of the fourth quarter. Bancaro at 8,200, I guess. Orlando just doesn't look great. They just don't look great. Franz is okay at 8K. These guys are just all priced correctly. Now, if we get Jalen Suggs out and... Or even, I guess it's probably just Jalen Suggs. Like, that will kind of unlock a little bit of value from someone like Gary Harris or maybe Anthony Black. But the Orlando side just doesn't look good. The Milwaukee side, I really like Giannis at 11K. 
I think it's going to be hard to get to him because it's so much easier to get to Wemby. And then I like Dame. I like Brooke Lopez. I don't mind Middleton at all. John, let's not let's not get ourselves bogged down on uh, exposure numbers. That's you know, that that only tells part of the story. It only tells part of the story. So I don't I don't like to get myself bogged down on that stuff. I'm sure you understand. Uh, I had I want to say like 75 or 80 percent. Something like that. Let me look. I think I had 80. I don't want to know this answer. But I'm looking it up right now. I had... Seventy-six percent at a hundred percent. Craig Porter, seventy-six percent. Wendell Carter Jr., fifty percent. Norm Powell, forty-three percent. Sam Merrill, forty percent. Jabari Smith. Thirty-five percent. Luca. That didn't get me anywhere. Best value on the slate, Jabari Smith. 2X'd it. I'll take it. I'll take it. But, oh, wow. I didn't realize the Buddy Heald dropped 43. That's kind of annoying. I had a shit ton at one point. I'm okay with it. No big deal. I profited in basketball yesterday, so I'll take what I can get. He played really good defense at the beginning. I was watching the game. Like, really good contests on BAM on, like, two or three straight possessions. But just you don't get points for that, unfortunately. All right, final game of the DraftKings slate. Hit that like button if you haven't done it yet. This is Clippers, four-point dogs in Oklahoma City, 234 total. Clippers also on the back-to-back. -back. We had no Paul George yesterday. We're clearly putting Paul George back in for today. Um... Wouldn't be surprised if we didn't get Kawhi today. I don't know if this is, this is a uh, TV game or not, but feels like a decent back-to-back -to, -back to like grab some rest. Tough matchup too. All right, Clippers. So let's get Russ back down. Let's get Paul George in for his thirty. Five. Get Norm Powell back down to 28. We get Amir Coffey back down to 16. Take Kobe Brown's minutes away. We take Harden back down to 34. We'll go 35, actually. 29 for Zubats. Make that 28. Best we could do for the Clippers right now. Leave that in as it is. Uh, 
And then let's do the Oklahoma City side. Just Keontae Johnson. So this is the same Oklahoma City rotation that we normally get. Uh, they're playing like 30 dudes a night. So as long as you have SGA, Giddy to a degree, Jalen Williams, Lou Dort, and Chet projected correctly, that's pretty much all that matters. That's probably it there for OKC. They're, they're super easy to talk about. For the Clippers, they look dreadful. If everybody's in, they bump the prices. 8,800 to George, 92 to Kawhi, 93 to Harden. If you don't get one of those guys out, they are very, very, very difficult to get to today. Oklahoma City, 10-2 Shea stands out in a pretty big way. I like that. Uh, $6,400 for Jalen Williams, $7,400 for Chet, both fine. But Shea is the standout option there. There are quite a few really high-level pay-up options today. I like this slate right now. Now let's close it out for the FanDuel dorks. Lakers taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Both teams on a back-to-back. -back. Um, so not a lot that we could really dig into here. I am going to leave the Lakers rotation the exact same way that I had it. No changes. And I'm going to leave the Minnesota rotation the exact same way that I had it. All we can do right now for this double back-to-back. -back. So for the Lakers on FanDuel, nobody looks great. It's 11-5 for AD, 10-5 for LeBron. That's mostly a full pass. Don't love it. For Minnesota, pretty much the same story. Conley's okay. Edwards is 9,600. That's too expensive. So, not that great of a late-night hammer on the FanDuel side. But for now, it is time for us to do some crunchies. What do you guys say? So, hit that like button if you haven't yet. Don't forget what I told you guys out of the gate. Promo code is HOLIDAY. 25% off your first week or month of any stochastic package that we have. I have one link in the description for what you're looking for, but if you're going to a different package other than the Sims package that I linked for, you'll need to type in the promo code HOLIDAY, but make sure you're doing that. Again, great deal, 25% off. What better way to celebrate Christmas? All right, let's share the screen. There we go. Let's check out what we get for DraftKings. Oh, son of a beasting. I got to close my workbook and open it back up again. I've got this weird bug where it like white screens out my pivot table when I refresh it. So, Einsteinium, they did take my advice, but I hate that they did it. I don't like the way they did it at all, and I wish that they didn't do it today. Oh, contact is all messed up now. 
going out with a whimper here. All right, here we go. Projections for DraftKings. I assume Wemby's in the optimal, and I assume Jaw is in the optimal. I just don't know if we have the value to actually make that happen. This is going to be so interesting. It's Wemby overall, if I had to guess. He's got the biggest value rating. I'm thinking we get Wemby and Jaw. We get Wemby, we don't get Jaw. We get DeRozan. Makes some sense. Oh, we do get Jaw. I'm just blind. 257.5. Optimal lineup by 1.3. John Morant, Hasten Wallace, Vince Williams, DeMar DeRozan, Bismack Biombo, Isaiah Joe, Victor Wembenyama, and my boy Wendell Carter Jr. Awesome. Awesome. Terrible, 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 terrible. Don't like any bit of that. I mean, I like the Wemby, Damar, John Morant piece, but you really got to go dumpster diving to make that bad boy happen. Wemby in all 50, John 96%, DeRozan in 80%, Case and Wallace in 80%, which is not ideal. Um, Vince Williams in 68%, Kenrich Williams in 50, Biombo in 50. All of that is awful. If we apply some randomness and flatten everybody out. Kenrich Williams, number one dude. Kaysen Wallace, two. Vince Williams, three. Then you get Ja, Damar, Wendell Carter Jr., Isaiah Joe, and Victor Wembanyama. We're going to need some value. Oh, man. Yeah, Einsteinium, if he doesn't like it, that's probably on him, considering he is significantly behind Tyrese Halliburton. It is not close, either. Not even remotely close. Halliburton is better already, and he's mildly younger. It's just like, you take Halliburton over Ja a hundred times out of a hundred. Yeah, Ken, that's a good point. If Mitchell doesn't play, all of that value from Cleveland fixes everything for today. All right, let's look at FanDuel and close this bad boy out. John, you are, it's not even close. There's no, there is no argument for John Morant in this one. None at all. None at all. And I am not, and that has nothing to do with off the court issues. I am talking strictly on court. Obviously, there are some incredible bonuses to not having Jaw and having Tyrese Halliburton the other way. All right, FanDuel Optimal, 300.7. Optimal lineup by 0.51. DeMar DeRozan's in all of them, but Jaw, Killian Hayes, Caruso, Vince Williams, DeMar Franz, 
Victor Wembanyama, Isaiah Stewart, Bismack Biombo. The suspension isn't giving recency bias to me. I could look at the data and see what John Morant has done in the past. It is not anywhere close to Tyrese Halliburton. It's just not. Again, and this does this is not to like undersell John Morant either. I don't like when you have a discussion like this and you have to make it seem like one of these guys sucks. That's not the case. But it, it's we're just it's not comparable here. You're taking Halliburton. Yeah, you're taking Halliburton. The efficiency is just major. Major. We'll see what Jaw looks like throughout the rest of this year. It's not like like by the end of this. Uh, it's not like by the end of this season I couldn't be like, well, I think it's Jaw now. Like they're both fantastic young players. DeRozan in 100% of the FanDuel lineups, Biombo in 98, Vince Williams in 98, Ja in 88, Wemby in 84, and then Patrick Williams in 52. You guys are nuts. You guys are nuts. You guys like dunks too much. <laughs> you guys like dunks way too much. Like last year, man, the gap would have been so much bigger, but they gave John Morant a little bit of positive defensive credit, and that is bullshit <laughs> it's very interesting guys i'm getting out of here i'm getting out of here john if you like winning i'm quite confident that the grizzlies would win more with tyrese halliburton than they would with john morant you would also see someone like desmond bain become even more lethal if you added halliburton spacing in jaw's spot Yeah, the, the Halliburton, Triple J, Bane trio, I would like more than Morant with those two guys. Again, not to undersell John Morant. He's really, really good at basketball as well. He's a, He was a nine-win dude last year. That's like a $40 million player. So not shitting on John Morant. I am taking Tyrese Halliburton before I take John Morant. John Morant could never be like the number one offensive player in the league. And Halliburton is in that discussion. John Morant does not have that skill set. Yeah, uh, playoff Halliburton. Well, like, playoff Halliburton is going to be okay on the offensive end. On the defensive end, he's going to get put into uh, into the wash cycle, which won't be great. 
All right, that's it for me, folks. I'm going to get out of here. Tomorrow morning, final process of the week. And then we lead it into the holiday. Uh, you get me for everything today. Prize picks, strategy show, deeper dive. We got a lot going on. I will talk to you guys later. Don't forget, everybody. This was the process. <laughs>